It's just too much. I think she's a very nice girl. And they just made me employee of the month yesterday, so I'm getting a lot of calls. I know where I'm not wanted, and I'm not wanted any place where people have all these social obligations if you get one of me. That's not true. You have you have two kinds of stuffing. You have real cranberry sauce. Run! I mean, I have absolutely no idea what we're doing here, or what I'm doing here, or what this place is about, but I am determined to enjoy myself. And I'm very intrigued, and oh my, this soup's delicious, isn't it? Hello and welcome to the Best Supporting After Show, where we continue to clean out all things Best Supporting Actress. We catch up on the things we've been watching or the awards we've been hearing about. We, of course, report in on our Best Supporting Assignments. We clean out on our BSAs of the week, and then we get in our respective cars and we get the hell out of here. I'm still Colin. And I'm still Nick. And this After Show is a little different this week because... Uh, the, as some folks may know, the Best Supporting After Show had moved to Patreon and indeed still lives there and is for, you know, BSHreon ears only. But this week, given the main episode and given how excited we are about the main feature of this After Show, we thought we'd give you a little Patreon preview, bring it to the free skaters. And so, uh, yeah, this is an After Show for everyone. Yeah, I'm excited. We're very generous. Kai? Kai? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're just sharing this with all our 50 best girlfriends. So, yeah, I was just going to uh, say again. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, so, anyway. <laughs> so, would you believe um, it, girls? Would you believe yeah. it? <laughs> oh, my goodness. This We really we have been living our Roni fantasy this week in a way that even in the past, I don't think we've ever truly lived. It's true. I mean, the episode with Jen was a delight. Yes. And, you know, I'm still, I don't, I, I still have this, like, uh, I don't know, this, like, what would you call it? I don't, I don't say fear. Fear sounds too strong. But I hope, you know, maybe after this, we'll take a little bit of a break from Roni. You know what yeah, I mean? I hope uh-huh. the listeners out there, because I was once you, listeners who don't watch Roni, I, I, and I would like slog through other podcasts that talk about housewives, but I would still kind of enjoy it. So I'm hoping that we're bringing you some entertainment with this because it's brought us so much joy. And this is kind of like the grand finale in a way. Totally. I think this was just a season of, of content on the best. Yes. I can't believe I called it content, but you know, a season of things <laughs> interspersed with lots of, you know, relevant topics, you know, regarding the Oscars and such, uh, the yes. Iraq and such, but yes, I think we just needed to get this out of our systems and then we'll shift our gears towards something a little more, well, I was going to say relevant on brand, but on brand is the word <laughs> Look for at us it. using words like content and yeah. on brand. Yeah. Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> that being said, you know, the party's not over because we are continuing the Roni talk in this week's after show with the Roni casting special. Uh, I've been uh, waiting. I feel I like know. there was a quote one time. It was like, every gay man is born a something and a casting director. Or maybe that's just the quote. Every gay man is born a casting director because it truly is. Uh, Marco agrees in the background. He was oh, like, yeah. Yeah, you got that right, baby. Yeah, yeah. I because it is fun, and this was so much fun to put this together. I feel pretty good about almost all of them. Some of them, I don't know how I thought of these people, but I, you know, I'm excited to get into it. Taking a, a page from our, you know, best supporting guest Jen's handbook, I, I was not afraid to pull some wild cards, you know, 
and throw yeah. some out there to just, you know, see what would happen. So that made it easier. Like, even if some of these are like, I know this isn't the most obvious choice, but if you think about it, it could be good. So, yes, we shall see. You, yeah, I was just going to say, why don't you explain to our listeners what we're actually talking about for those who might not know what we're about to embark on? Yes. So this is say for some bizarre reason they are making the movie of the real housewives of new york i'll even settle for a six-part miniseries you know but like yes. let's bring the ladies to the big screen you know and they we needed to cast them we needed to cast and the and the aces in the pocket you know we might not bring back aviva drescher for roni the movie we might we yeah. might not have uh, you know, a, a, a Jules Weinstein, you know, <laughs> yes. but, uh, you know, so we're really looking at the all-stars here. This is really Roni all-stars, the movie. And yes, we have separately without consulting with each other. We have done some preliminary casting. Mm. And I guess the one thing I would just say is that, you know, I, oh, I like to think of it as quantum casting is that it could be someone, but, when they were younger, you know what I mean? Yes, I have a so, few of those. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Cause it just, they never will all sync up. So, uh, yeah. I mean, do you have an order that you'd like to start with? I was just trying to think of that and I don't really know. So why don't, why don't you just pick the first one and then I'll pick the next one and then we'll just go until we're done. How about that? Okay, sure. So I think I'm going to pick one that I'm going to, I'm by saying the first, I'm going to pick one of the earliest and who left the earliest. I'm going to start with Alex McCord. Yes. And I start with her because I think this is like the first I ever took a glimpse into Roni. This was the first thing I ever saw in terms of like, Oh, who would play her? And so to me, Alex McCord would be if we could put Mary Holland in a blonde wig. <gasps> you've got Alex oh, McCord. Oh, wow, Colin. You are setting the bar high. That is that is, ugh, inspired, really. Yeah. Uh, and so anyone who doesn't know, Mary Holland, of course, plays uh, Jane in Happiest Season. And so, uh, and I think would be amazing. Yeah, she's also in Veep in the later seasons. She plays like mm -hmm. Jonah's girlfriend situation oh that is really good especially with the features yes yeah yeah oh. i think that'd be very exciting so that's that's what i'm gonna kick us off with mary holland great i am gonna i'm gonna see your mary holland and raise you because a lot of these i mean here's what okay i'm just gonna say who mine is first and then kind of go into an explanation i would love to see Kristen wig as Alex McCord. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes. Uh -huh. And I think what really kind of sold me on this is um, in her early, like in her confessionals, there is like one hairstyle that Alex McCord has that is exactly almost like a replica of that one like skit on SNL that, and I'm Judy. So, you know, that uh -huh. wig, like the big like puff. And I just feel like it would be ridiculous. It's almost like the bizarro version, like a, a sort of, cause my, my like Roni all-stars cast is like, I think there are some that are dead on and some that are a little bit like goofy. It like, um, it reminds me of, you know, the new Tiger King thing that's coming out Yeah, where, mm -hmm. um, Oh, what's her face is playing Carol Baskin. Oh, I can't remember her name. SNL lesbian won Emmy Award. She's blonde. Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. Yes. Twenty five thousand dollar pyramid. We just, I know. Yeah, we just we want would, a car, we take, girl. We would yeah. take it. 
Um, but seeing that poster almost takes it to like an SNL sort of campy level. And I like that idea for Alex. And I love Kristen Wiig. And I think she's uh, she's got the range. Oh, I and I think there like there is a an a bulged eye rage that I think the yes. two of them do identically. That's great casting. That I hadn't even yes. thought of that. That's great. Uh all right, Alex, we've we've got some headshots for you to consider. Uh <laughs> let Simon know uh once he's let done Simon coming know. on your pregnant belly. <laughs> and yes. oh, that'll make God. more sense if you listen to the main episode. But yes. uh who do you got for us next? I'm going to go with, how about Leah? Yeah, I almost started with her because she's the most recent. But yeah, yes. let's start with Leah. What do you have? I actually, because I thought a lot about this, and I think Leah is very specific because she's got those ears. You know what I mean? And I, I think my choice, I think we can we can make it happen. But as far as like the vibe and the like the sort of low register voice and the like sort of I don't give a fuck attitude, I'm going to go with Oscar winner, Jennifer Lawrence. Ooh. Oh, you yes. know, and I think I was trying to figure out because I think she came up for somebody on my list, but didn't ultimately get cast. But I like that. I think, oh, I yeah. I think it could work mm-hmm. with like a middle part. Um, maybe not the most like side by side comparison, but I think as far as like, it's mainly the vibe, I guess, like with Leah, like just like the sweatpants and sort of, I could picture jennifer really getting into like the drunk leah scenes you yep. know what i mean like throwing the tiki you know, silver linings playbook has told us anything she loves to throw shit you know yeah. it's great so that that's that's my leah i love it you i you know this one feels like a little bit of a left to center but i the more i thought about it the more i liked it might require a bit of a transformation but go with me here i want to consider emma stone I could. I think she was one of the people in the running too for this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Good. I love good. That. Yeah. Right. Like, there's just something they were like, oh, she could do this. Yeah. She's got the voice. Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. that that's. She has that like sort of slouchy vibe, but can also like be really glamorous too. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. Um. Oh, good. Yeah. I that that one. I was like, <laughs> ooh, Emma Stone. All right. All right, McSweeney. We got you, Cass. Yes, love that, love that. Okay, who's next? All right, let's see. I think, uh, you know, let's let's go. Let's get Miss Tinsley squared away. Oh yeah, I'm gonna yeah. hop in actually because I think I texted you this one already. So I think this one and maybe Ramona might be the, our. We might have cast the same person unless you changed it. But other than that, we haven't really conversed about this via text. Um, maybe one other person, but um, I'm gonna go with Busy Phillips, mm. and I feel really good about that. I feel that she has the look. I feel that she can really turn on like the whininess, and I think she'd be. I think she'd kill it as Tinsley. Yeah, I was like trying to figure out who else other than her that was such a great pick. The only other person I could think of, and this is like I don't even have that much experience with this person to like even know, but I just thought we had to have someone else available in case Busy is, you know, yeah, the kids are busy. in school. She's busy! She's busy! <laughs> I mean, she tells you right, in, right up front, you know? Uh, so I thought, well, just in case Busy's busy, let's see if we can call Brittany Snow. I'm definitely on board with that you know yes yeah, yes yeah. i think, I think that that's good. the same kind of vibe yes yeah or even what's her face oh she was um 
She was also in Pitch Perfect. She was married to Skylar Aston for a little bit. Oh, um, the, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm looking it up as we talk about it. That blonde one. Um, her name one. was like Anna Camp. Yes. Anna Camp. Actually, oh, yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Mm, I like All that. Right. I like the idea of her being somewhere cast in this. She has a great vibe for playing a housewife. Yeah, she does. I think she'd kill it. So, yeah. all right. All we'll right. have to have another round of auditions for Tinsley, I guess. Yeah. I think it's going to be, this is going to be maybe it's surprisingly enough, one of the hardest ones to cast. And we ha- we don't even have Dale on the list today. So, like, <laughs> yeah, that's I a know. whole other casting session. Yeah. Yeah, that's at least a week. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, I'm going to... I'm gonna go with the heavy hitter here. I'm since we, you know, we're hopping back and forth of present to past. I'm gonna go with Jill Zarin. Yes. Okay. And I, uh, how about you go first with Jill? Sure. I mean, she's your gal. She's my gal. I think I had someone else in there for a while, and I can't remember who I. T- oh, I think I may have for some reason I put Valerie Harper as a placeholder, and I don't even know why. Yes, Probably because why that. not? But yeah, you know, she always is. It, I think it's. I think ultimately, I realized it's got to be Lee Grant. <gasps> oh, that's so true. She does have that Jill Zarin energy, really. Yeah, yeah. And so, like Lee Grant, kind of circa shampoo, you know. Yeah, I can see her yelling at Ramona. Uh huh. Yeah, when she goes, bed in we Morocco. can never yes. be friends. She's it, that to me. I was like <gasps> the Lee Grant of it all. Uh love yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, my Jill Zarin is actually I I thought of this one fairly quickly, and I think I think she's going to be able to pull it off. Is a one Julie Klausner. Oh wow! Oh, yes. so that's... many parallels. Yes, I think like just her out outside of you know when she's not acting, you know her look. She's got the hair. Yeah. She's Jewish. I feel like she, you know, I feel like she could really go there and understand why. We love Jill so much and all of her quirks yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And it'd be so good for Jubies, you know, but just so it good would. for her. Ugh. I just want her to have that, you know? Catapult her into the stratosphere, please. Yeah. Yes. Well, okay. I'm going to, you know, we're ebbs and, ebbs and flows, peaks and valleys. I'm going to take us to a, maybe a lower, a, a lower weight hitter in terms of the heavy hitters. Uh, what I'm trying to say is let's do Carol next. Yeah, Carol. 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 Uh, so, it. I don't know why it like took me a while to realize, and I was like, oh, there's only one answer. Though we might have a different answer, but I said Vera Farmiga. So did I. Oh, I knew. Yes. Okay. I, yes. I knew our paths would cross. Yes. And really, I think I I stole it from you because I think you called her one of you know one of my favorite. You know, Colin Drucker lines is like, oh, she looks like a dehydrated insert name here. Right. And that's what you call a dehydrated Vera Farmiga is Carol Radziwill. Quiet, Radziwill. Yeah. Um, yes, I love that. And I, I remember that all the way through. And I agree. There really yeah. is no one else. There really is no one else. It's like Vera. It, it, it's you or dust. You know, we, we got no other choices. So, yes. Um, all right. Wonderful. Who do you got? Oh gosh, okay, we're getting into the, the we are. heavy hitters here. We are. Um let me Oh gosh. Uh let's do Bethany. I, okay. I think it's time. I think yep. it's time. Yep. Um okay. this is probably the one where you're gonna really have to like use your imagination, but I think there was like a runner up for this as well, too. But I think 
that a really and I she's not like my favorite, but I think like the stature and the jawline and like a good wig and some makeup. I would love to see Julie Bowen as Bethany Frankel from Modern Family. Oh, I get what I I immediately thought of the jawline. Oh, yes. yes, yeah, the jawline. Total transformation, but yes, I think oh. with the right brows it could work. And I mean. Is she my favorite actress of all time? No. But is she someone who I kind of think fits the bill? The The runner up is Kelly Ripa. <laughs> Ooh. As, oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Either, either wow. or. So those wow. are my, I guess, two for Bethany. But Bethany was hard in a way. But maybe you have someone who's going to knock my socks off. Who do you think? I've got a couple that I feel pretty good about. One is, and I don't remember what I know her from, but if you, okay. you might know her, but if you Google her, it, 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 there's a couple pictures where it's like, wow. So my first, or one of my choices is Lizzie Kaplan. I could see that. Yes. Yep. Oh, I love Lizzie. And then the other choice would be Mila Kunis. I can definitely see that. And right? It, yes, she's got the brows for sure. Yeah, and she the has vibe, that sort of. You know? Yes. Oh, that's good. That's She'd have good. to really work for it, but I, you know, she was in Black Swan. She can act, you know? Yeah, it's the Wasn't blondes she? versus the brunettes here. She was in Black Swan, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bethany. All right. I mean, and Bethany might be one where, like, yeah, we could do a lot of casting because I thought, oh, I feel like I've only scratched the surface, but I do love. I love that we found four different, you know, options. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Okay. Well, you know, we are getting down to some real titans. I think let's let's do Dorinda. Yes. I wonder I if two, we have this. Oh, good. We're okay. going to overlap. Yes. I, I know that we're probably going to agree on, because this is another one that I stole from you. And once I, once I heard it, I couldn't not see it. So yeah. why, don't you, why don't you lead us in? So mine and one of yours, I assume, is none other than, and so I'm so excited that you have another one because I couldn't think of anyone else, but none other than Edie Falco. Yes, absolutely. Uh, uh, it, it's almost, I think it's the best match, to be honest. <laughs> really? I, I really can see the wig. Uh, she and Vera, so I think, are, are almost too perfect. Yeah. Yes. For, for My Carol. other... My other runner-up, and I think especially like the drunk energy of Dorinda, is Melissa Leo. I think that there's Ooh. something there with the right wig. I, I still think that Edie's the choice, but if we can't get Edie, I'd like to see a world where Melissa Leo really like, you know, lets us have it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we know, I mean, Melissa Leo, we've seen her do that, like, that Boston thing. So we, we I imagine she could yeah. migrate over to Great Barrington. You know what I mean? Oh, of course. Yes. Uh, this, Yeah. Okay. That's exciting. All right. All right, ladies. I can almost hear Amanda Kaczynski rolling her eyes at the mention of Melissa Leo. So you're welcome. <laughs> but she's already like, who the hell's Dorinda? Yeah. So. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, oh. Yeah. Um, Shots fired. Yeah. So, oh my goodness. All right. This, this next one's you. You got to choose the next one. I'm going to say, uh, let's do Luann. Yeah, I'm excited about yeah. this one. I There were a bunch of like tall actresses that I've considered, you know, that have, you know, the range or the husk, the huskiness in their voice. And I, I'm going to go with Kate Blanchett. Ooh, I love that. I, I, she, I think she it popped could up. work. Yeah. Yes. Uh -huh. I mean, 
for the gays and for us, I really feel like that would that I that would I would be really excited for that. Is it like a perfect match? Maybe. You know, they're not identical twins, but I think as far as just like I don't know, I could just I could just picture Kate doing it well. I, I the the voice work is there already. Yeah. Yeah. I I similarly had thoughts of like, okay, who's I mean, who who would we cast as the obvious joke of Caitlyn Jenner? You know what I mean? I mean, it's like, well, I, they they do actually kind of look alike. Uh, I'm not even There's making that. a joke, you know. But uh, this one, I thought, let's go. There's a couple weird ones coming up, and I think this one in particular, I think there are ways in which she would she work so hard to make it work. But what if we gave? And for so many reasons, what if we gave it to Anne Hathaway? Whoa. <laughs> right? That is crazy. Right? Because I just think there's a similar, like, up and down trajectory. There's kind of a, there. I just think Anne might, what if she pulled it off? I don't know. I would like to see that screen test. I would like to see the Luann wig on her. I'd like to see, you know, have a bush nearby. I'm like, can you fall into this? Yeah. I'd like to see how that goes. Um, yeah. I I think I would need some time to think about it, but I I I think also it's it's the age gap too. I'm I'm thinking more, you know, maybe Anne in 20 years or something it like could that. Be. But also, yeah. you know, she's a great actress. Another one who just popped into my head. What about Wendy Malick? <laughs> Oh, like yes. That. That's a great choice. Yes. Wendy Malick. Yeah. Because I feel like Christine Baranski may be the younger age, you know? Also. I was just going to say, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. But I just, you know, it's kind of like when Drew Barrymore played Little Edie. I just think, you know what? What if, what if we just went for a wild card and she figured it out? Oh, I would love that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm always rooting for Anne. Right? This could be, you always. know, Anne DeLessops. All right. Yeah, Lou Ann. Yes. Ah, oh, oh, Lou Ann Hathaway. There it is. There it <laughs> Get is. Get out of my house. <laughs> All right. We are down. We have, I believe we just have Sonia and Ramona left. Am I correct? Yeah. All right. Ramonia. Well, do you, I, I think we should end on Sonia. Same. I was just going to say, because I think we have the same answer for Ramona. I, I do have a couple I wild think. cards, but I do Ooh, have one that we that. may overlap. So, yes. All right. Ramona, one that, and this was again something that occurred to me very early, and then I couldn't unsee it, but this could be a really great moment for Kathy Lee Gifford. <laughs> a young Kathy Lee a Gifford. A young oh. Kathy Lee. Yeah. I, I inspired. Yeah. Inspired. So, uh, I do have two other ideas that are also kind of wild and would require probably extensive makeup or prosthetics, but I think they are capable. So one would be a monster-style transformation of Charlize Theron. <laughs> okay, yeah. And then the other would be an incredible opportunity for Amy Poehler. <gasps> Amy came up a couple times. Yes, uh -huh. love it. Oh, I, I could so with the quirks and everything. Yeah, it's yeah, right. I just think, and I think that Charlize Theron. I think that she would be. I think actually, I think she would kill it. I don't know why. I just think she would kill it, and it would just. But she would definitely have like you know 
a prosthetic brow put on, you know? Yeah, I would need to see that full makeup test too. But there is there is something about Amy that I'm liking. There Amy, is. I think, would be great. I mean, if Kathy Lee's tired, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, lovely. I, I mean, we're, we're left with Sonia. And I have to tell you, this was the hardest one for me. And I, what do you think? I don't know if it's the same for you. And if it wasn't, who who did you mull over the most if it wasn't Sonia? Oh, that's a good question. I actually think I mulled over Bethany the most. I think I really struggled with mm. her and Tinsley, but mostly because I was just trying to find someone other than busy. Yeah, sure. You know, Sonia, I actually had a very easy time with. Really? Yes. That's interesting. I I'd say my hardest was Sonia and my easiest was Jill. I just I was just like redheaded funny women. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just thought of Julie. But okay, well, why don't you lead us in with uh with your Sonia? Who are you casting? And the thing is like in a way what I want is a combo of these two people. But Okay, I can I but I can also see individually what they could do. So think of this as both a combination and a la carte. And okay. so I don't know the age, but somewhere, whatever would be age appropriate, we got to give it to Glenn. <gasps> <laughs> Colin, I had Glenn too. <laughs> and I'm sending you the picture, the side by side that sold me because there were, I was so distraught over Sonia that I searched like Sonia Morgan lookalike and then I, I searched Sonia Morgan doppelganger and a lot of pictures of her and her daughter came up. But um, then I saw this picture of Glenn. Let me know when you receive it. Oh, I am looking at it. And, and I, yeah. And I think Glenn would have so much fun as Sonia Morgan. It's more like yes. I want it for Glenn, you know? Of course, this is her Oscar. <laughs> this is her Oscar, finally. You know, yes, I know. Yeah, my lost Oscar, you know. Uh, uh, I love the way. But you said you had others, too. I was do. In so to Glenn? Okay. Here's the wild card. I, whether it's a mix with Glenn or she, or she does it on her own, there is a world where Cameron Diaz. Oh. <gasps> Okay, yes, you know? she was also on my short list for others too. She came yeah. up quite frequently. I I think there's room for that. Yeah, the right? zany bonkers Sonia Rita version. Yeah, and so it's kind of like basically Sonia is a mix of Glenn Close meets Cameron Diaz because it's Lady Morgan meets Sonia Rita, you know? Uh, Cameron Close. Cameron like a great Close. Name, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Like, sounds like yeah. a porn star name. Or I was going to say Glenn Diaz sounds pretty sexy as well. <laughs> Glenn Diaz. It's Che's older sister. Yeah. Hey, it's Glenn Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I'm so glad we ended on Glenn. Yeah, oh. me too. <laughs> this was. So good. I mean, of course, we could have gone to some more ancillary sort of housewives, too. And maybe that's like a round two in the future. Or something, right. You know, whenever we're looking for an after show topic. But this was a blast. And we would love to hear what uh, y'all thought of this, of our lists, of yep. who you would cast. Can, can you one up us? You know, what what's. What do you think of all these castings? Because it's such a fun game to play. Yeah, yeah. Who, yeah, I would want to hear anyone's additional ideas or whatever. This is, yeah, there's no right answers, but. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. Huh. Oh, I feel better <sighs> already. Funny. Yeah, man. Well, 
you know, it, it's it's a hard act to follow, but alas, I think we have to check in. It wouldn't be a best supporting after show if we did not check in on a couple best supporting assignments. And uh, for anyone who's new here, who is not a BSHreon or or did not use, listen to the best supporting after show when it used to be on the main feed, mm-hmm. uh, our best supporting assignment it it kind of self explanatory. Each week we assign each other something to watch or listen to and. Uh, then we report back, and then we assign another thing, and it's just rinse and repeat. Uh, yeah. So, let's get into it. Uh, do you want to start with yours? Yes, the the assignment that you gave me. Yes, Is ma'am. That, yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, I have notes because I just watched them too, so they're pretty fresh. So, and I can't remember if you signed me both or one or whatever it was, but um, and help me fill in the blanks here too. So you. Assign me a Jewel Osco training video. I, I have to say, I didn't say it last week, but I I had no idea what Jewel Osco is or was. It's a grocery store, obviously, yes, but is it Midwest stuff? Is it in the South? I think it's I think it's Midwest. I and I feel like maybe it used to be like Jewel and Osco were two different things, and now oh, they're combined. Because it did say Jewel. Okay. Yeah. So I think this may have been back when it was just the Jewel. And then eventually, I think maybe Osco is like a uh, a drugstore or something. I don't know. Uh, Midwest Patreon. Oh, this isn't Patreon. Uh, Midwest listeners. I forgot where I was. Uh, You know, keep me honest. Yeah. um, Let us know. Because this training video, I think it's, it's like six or eight minutes or something like that. It it just gave me everything I wanted. I mean, the song at the beginning is so catchy. Customers first. Yes, the the sort of like Saved by the Bell graphics, you know what I mean? Like just squiggles and like neon shapes. (laughs) It's like a rectangle, girls of the world. Yeah. (laughs) And for anyone who, I mean, you can Google Jewel Osco training video, but it's probably from like the late 80s or the mid 80s. Yeah, it's good. And and that tells you everything you need to know. It's a mid 80s training video for a supermarket in the Midwest. And we have our star... But really like a lead actress here, I guess. I was going to call her BSA, but she kind of is in a way. I'm Her name in this training is Joan, and she is the cashier. Um, and, you know, of course, there's the bagger as well, too. He's like kind of a supporting character. But I have to first mention her teeth. Her teeth are crazy. I don't know if like I paused it a couple times and like zoomed in. It just looks like one solid stripe of white is so bizarre but i loved her i loved mean joan and i loved like friendly like customer service joan i will say i mean everyone knows these training videos are bullshit because once you get on the floor you have to deal with some assholes out there so i i'd say you know the mean version of joan is probably a little bit is like the truer version of you know what a jewel osco cashier is or other cashiers that i've been in in pittsburgh and stuff like that um but she's she's a gem she's a jewel yeah she's uh she's a jewel yeah she's she's kind of like the annie wilkes you know origin story i just feel like this woman i i have to imagine that when they when like the stage production of chicago of misery came to chicago she had to have been considered first you know uh, the rain first yes. i mean she is joan joan, it doesn't as much of a ring to it as customers first but i'll make it work but yeah joan <laughs> first it, it, she is because the way that you know 
for lis listeners at home, the video will kind of show you alternate scenarios of how to deal with somebody where the price is wrong or where they forgot something or they're the coming sprouts. to the bean sprouts. And so, you know, in the alternate version, Joan would be like, yeah, well, not my problem, buddy. And then just like send them on their way. But then, of course, good Joan would be like, of course, would you like canned or fresh? And then, you know, cut to some Chicagoland extra fresh, you know, like filmed two days later. <laughs> yes. I know. It's like those interactions never happen the way that they are sort of portrayed on any training video. So it's and the bagger is really great. There was one line that I loved. He's like, hey, once they're bagged, I'm done. And he kind of throws his arms up in the air and he doesn't yeah. help that lady with the kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. He give two shits about her. Yeah. Um, hey, sorry, lady. I'm done. Like he he I think he's auditioned for a lot of shows in Chicago, but I don't think he's been as oh, successful yeah. as Joan. Yeah, Jones, the the star here. I, I I also love you know even like the pre you know the real life present day group. You know they're all sitting at a table and there's like someone like sort of you know it's that TV on a uh, on wheels that mm -hmm. like the, your teacher would cart in every once in a while and it, that mean that meant you knew you were watching a movie that day. It was like one of those situations. Yeah, and they're like taking notes. I'm like, oh brother, oh brother. Ugh, it was it was so good though. I was laughing the whole time. And I mean, do you remember the acronym, the customer's first acronym? Do you remember what F I R S T stands for? Is it friendly? I think I it's friendly. It's, they were weird words. I know that smile is the S. I know that T is thanks. It's thank you. Would, uh, thank you. Excuse mm -hmm. me. Um, I, I don't even. I don't know what the I and the yeah. R are. Uh, I think I is for. I don't know, lady. I just bag them. I don't know what I stands for, <laughs> so I wouldn't be able to keep this it's like job. Initiate. I don't yeah, know something yeah. like that. Insult. Insult the old guy Insult, for bringing yeah, too many groceries to your line. Yeah. Uh, well, that was. I mean, hopefully, a a nice appetizer for um, what I think is an epic oh. sixteen and a half minutes of of footage. It's a journey. Yeah. It's like it's like a horror movie in many ways too. So we have the second video was a blockbuster video training video would you call it that like a, is yep. there something more specific than that yeah and it really has like a plot it is not so cookie cutter as the jewel asco or just the jewel i guess in that youtube video description we follow a young girl i forget her name um but she yeah. you know she's sort of she's helping out mrs harris at the beginning says hello and then this guy named buster sales <laughs> Yeah, and appears we are, on the TV. Yes, yeah, so we're in a blockbuster video. We are, circa, yes. I don't know, early '90s, probably. Uh, yeah, but it's yeah, and and it's you know, it's a hopping Thursday, Friday night at you know at the uh, you know the blockbuster. Ugh, the double B. I um, so basically, this guy Buster Sales just like really rags on this girl the entire time he is so annoying like this is the type of person that i would not want speaking to me ever in the store like i'm talking about the girl once she's eventually trained like just upselling the hell out of everything too but you know he kind of like trains her via this television and every single scenario that she falls into he's like well you fucked it up again <laughs> it's just like it's never good too enough. much yeah it's, yeah never good enough and she's like, wah. I mean, really, there's, I mean, the Sean Connery movie, 
Um, Mrs. Harris and, you know, the her son, Brian, her handsome son, Brian. Oh, and, yeah, her uh, handsome 27-year-old he... son, Brian. Yeah. I know. I didn't know. I mean, I did learn something. I mean, I guess I was kind of young in in the 90s to even kind of be aware of it, that you could rent VCRs at a Blockbuster video. Isn't that crazy? Did you yeah, know Yeah, I, I remember that. We never did it. We had a VCR, but I, re- I remember that being a thing. And I remember it being very expensive, or the deposit was very expensive, yeah. you know? Uh, the one thing that with this video again, sixteen and a half minutes, and it's like a fucking Robert Altman movie. It has such a big cast because there's our main girl to call her Marie, and then sure. there's Buster on the TV who's busting her chops. There's Mrs. Harris' mom delivery service. There's her hot son Brian who shows up later. There's the nerd who's a big you know movie buff starting his Peter Sellers oh my gosh, collection. Doug Simpson. Doug Simpson. Oh there, well then well. Then there's Marge and Doug Simpson. That's a whole other pairing. That's oh, a, there's a nerd in the other. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Woody Allen guy. Sorry, yes. Two different nerds. There's a lot of nerds in this town. Then there's a sassy babysitter and who's just renting so many tapes, wearing a rugby shirt. Then there's Marge Simpson and her dorky son, Doug, who definitely ate lead paint chips as a child. Yeah, something's going on there. Yeah, and then by the, and then I think then at the end, there's the new trainee. And so it's, it's, it is a massive cast and there's it's so many plots. Like she, she has to go through different scenarios obviously to help people. And I think the one in terms of like a timely, like a, a, a sign of the times was they have a video log, which is just this oh. enormous Bible in the middle of the blockbuster that you could scan through to see, you know, Oh, where do they have, you know, uh, the Pink Panther rides again. Oh, they have it at our Scarborough store. I'll call them or whatever it is. It, it, I, I, <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe that this was the reality that was true. I remember this is what it all looked like, you know? Oh, yeah. It's like, I mean, I for some reason, I don't remember. We had because we have a, a store called Giant Eagle in Pittsburgh uh-huh. and yeah. it would be and. I don't say this. Even my parents that are like super yinzery, like, you know, born and bred Pittsburghers with the yinzer accent, like uh, a lot of people say giant eagle, like I-G-G-L-E. Uh-huh. So it was called eagle video. They really leaned in. And so that was like where we went for the most part, because we were already kind of shopping with our mom. And she's like, just go to the video section. It was great. And then Hollywood video opened up and mm. changed the game. It really was like paradise yeah <laughs> i loved hollywood video hollywood was a big deal when i was a kid we boy we had a lot of video stores there was there were a couple of blockbusters there was an easy video there was west coast video there was hollywood video and yeah and there were like multiple locations around because i i like you know from a young age was like wanting to rent horror movies and like finally my parents would let me and so it would be this yeah. whole thing of like going to the video store and like scanning the aisles you know like you know meticulously to figure out what to watch next but it was like i knew which stores had which things like i don't know that one doesn't have as much of a of what i'm looking for tonight you know and so i i oh i miss going to a video store i know it's not as convenient as what we got today but like if someone could recreate that whole experience and could recreate the smell of the video store Yes. Well, you have that candle. Oh, that's right. Candle. Yes. Not as good as the real thing. Not as good. And there is that moment of like, why do I really want my house to smell like this? You know, but carpets. Yeah. 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 So 
Um, Ugh, I love that. I, I know that like even Hollywood Video, eventually they you were able to rent video games and we would yes. rent like CDs for the PlayStation. That was huge. Yep. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like just it's kind of like walking into a used bookstore for me now. That's probably like the best feeling that I could compare it to. And I know that's not everyone's jam or like a Barnes and Noble, maybe because mm-hmm. that's like a nicer version. But I love a good like dusty old used bookstore too but yeah there's nothing and like you know just seeing a wall of the new releases and just like scrambling to find the one that actually had the video and then eventually they took the vhs's out from behind it you know like they started that way and then they changed it up so uh it's great yeah that was the thing is like you know you're running to the wall to see like oh my god are there any tapes behind those boxes and you're just like trying to get your depth perception to like correct it's like i know my brother and i would team up like, yeah. Go, go, go. Uh, yeah, I uh I agree. Used bookstores are are, you know, there there is a Oh my god, cuz I just went thrifting with my th- my friends this weekend. And thrifting as well, I've come to recognize like, oh, you get the same kind of like a little pep in the step, a widening of the pupils, looking for deals, you know? And uh yeah, yeah so it recreates the feeling, but Anyway, uh, you can also just revisit this Blockbuster University video. Yeah, check it out. It really has like, it uh, it packs a punch. And she gets she gets Brian at the end. Brian comes in. He's like, hey, and she's like, oh hey Brian, Brian Harris. Like she says his last name, so right. we know who he is. But we can right. put it together. And like she goes up to the newbie who's talking to the television. But like, isn't she's trying to pretend that Buster Sales isn't there. She's like, I know what you're going through. Just remember. <laughs> then she says, like, listen, react, sell or whatever. Yeah, and act. I can't remember. Listen, react. Yeah. And act. And it really is like a horror movie. It all plays out like she yes. survives. And then it's the like the curse continues. has been passed. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Fucking love it. It's well. Great. Uh, I your assignment to me was a little uh, TikTok channel uh, called yeah. Doctor Tom, and uh, the dreamy Doctor Tom, dreamy veterinarian who specializes in calming down nervous pups and pets who've come to the to his office. And turns out, I had a couple of his videos already in my saved section Ooh, on nice. TikTok, yeah. and so. Uh, my favorite one, and I, I know there was one you had sent me, and I think my the one that I'd saved and I definitely revisited was he goes into the room and there's this like sweet little dog like shivering on the chair, and as he approaches, oh. the dog starts peeing, and he's like, "It's okay, yes, it's all right." I know, and and you know, and the way that these videos go is he, you know kind of gets down on the floor with them and he's very calm and he's very calming and he's very good looking and you Mm -hmm. know and then eventually he wins the dog's trust and he kind of knows how to read you know how to navigate them and by the end they're you know chill and relax and he gives them their vitamins and bada bing bada boom uh and it's oh my goodness i mean it it's all in and of itself on the surface is very kind of obviously lovely and fascinating but i also love and i think this about a lot of tiktoks because that because they're so specific is that, oh, there's something, it's like the way ASMR does something for people. I just feel like there's some kind of like people just want to be coddled. And this is like a, a parasocial way of doing it. It's like, I'm going to pretend I am this dog. You know what I mean? It's like, it's as if we're being 
treated like this way by him, you know? Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, maybe there's a parallel there with like cooking shows. It's like you're being cooked food or you're, you're like you're watching, like you, you feel like you're going to eat it at the end, but you don't. I feel like there's right. a, a similar avenue there. But like, I got to tell you, when he slips on that collar, how easy he can slip on that like little fake collar. I, it's like, it just like floods my basement every time. Oh, <laughs> it's I so know. good. I was like, and, anytime you want, anytime you oh, want, yeah. like lifting my chin, bring that collar and, over here, buddy. And when he like, you know, he talks so sweet to the dogs and then he'll look at the camera and his voice will drop like an octave and a half. And I'm like, oh, I, uh-huh. I just, I am worried about what his hair would look like when he releases that sort of mini man bun, like how does he style it? Like, is that how he always styles it? Like, what does he look like? Does he look like Sean Hunter and like, like circa 1996? Although yeah. I, I mean, I love a Sean Hunter, one of my first crushes really. Um, but I, I just love him. I think he's so handsome and so good at his job. And here's to you, Dr. Tom. Yeah, here's to you, Dr. Tom. I uh, I would love to come pee in your office. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, should I say it? I'm going to say I'm it. Gonna yeah. Say oh, it. Yes. Um, That's and and I know what that means. Yeah. yeah. It's not gross at all. No, not in the least. Well, I'm actually going to assign you it's it's really um coincidental, I guess, that you mentioned ASMR because I'm going to assign you some of my favorite ASMR YouTube videos, the OGs. I really could have like a long list of ASMR videos. And I promise that none of them are like, you know, a, a girl eating a pickle in a microphone. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, it's not that girl. But it's like, not that you know, girl. God bless. Uh. If that's what you want. Like, I think I we, we both know that woman who eats the pickle. But I do I do appreciate her like typing videos where she's chewing gum and typing. But I also understand how that could not be. Very easily not everyone's jam, I guess. So what I love is a sort of subcategory of ASMR, which is called accidental ASMR. They're just videos much like a training video or something. Yeah. I, I, I would even say that um, the curtain lady pops up quite a bit on yep. accidental ASMR, the way she sort of crunches the plastic and her soothing voice. I mean, we love her for many other reasons beyond that. But um, I'm going to assign you... Uh, two videos. One is Dr. Gill, and his his full name is Dr. James Gill. And I, I don't know which one I'm going to send you. Oh, gosh, it's really hard to narrow it down. But I think I think I'll, I might send you an eye exam one, but I might send you... There's also some hot guys that he exams too, so... Or examinates, okay. excuse me. So yeah. I think... And I, let it be known, like, I don't get aroused by it, but it does help. I think, like... Those individual channels where it's just one person talking to the camera, if they're hot, they're going to get more likes. You know what I mean? They're going to get more views. I think that goes with like any sort of, you know, uh, content, I guess. So there's Dr. James Gill. He is like a string bean, handsome UK man who um, just has his own channel and like has really leaned into it. Um, oh, man, I think I actually might send you three. Okay. And they're all shorts-ish, so um, so there's that. I'm gonna send you some kind of exam from Doctor uh, Doctor Gill, and I'm also gonna send you a guy getting a haircut by this true BSA of a woman named Tammy. But I will tell you, the comment section for this video specifically is gold, and I think in some ways is even like what really makes the video. I think it has like 
I feel like it has like 6 million views or something like that. It's crazy. So there's the haircut with Tammy. And then I might send you a TM Lewin, which is like a suit fitting video, which is very <laughs> relaxing. It, and I think really, truly the like this, the, the spark of my ASMR journey is when I was back, I was working at Macy's back in the day in men's formal wear. And I was kind of looking for a little bit of like a brush up on like how to measure uh, men for suits because that was like part of my job description which they never trained me in by the way so it was terrible and I was like oh this is relaxing and then it just kind of opened up these doors so I will definitely send you maybe two out of three maybe three out of the three I'm very excited for you none of them should make you like want to leave the room like cringy sort of sounds it's really all about like relaxation and just watching these people do what they do I just can't believe that so much time has passed and only now have I learned that you worked in the Macy's for men's <laughs> formal wear section oh, and you yes. fitted men in the greater Pittsburgh area for suits. When were you yeah. going to tell me this? I mean, it was a blip in the radar. I had just moved back from New York City and I got a job at Buffalo Wild Wings and was hating when it. When were was you going to ter- tell me that? <laughs> Hold the phone. <laughs> I mean, all of these were like three months or less that I worked uh-huh. in these places. I was such a nervous waiter. Yeah. And in and it was a new location as well, too. So they had like corporate trainers come in. Like we really got like the full treatment of how to be a server. And they really held our hands for a lot of it, too. And even with that, I was still a mess. I still have nightmares. I feel that like most servers do have like nightmares about like being in the weeds and getting seated and people just keep coming in and you're like, how am I going to do this? But mm. it was not, it was not for me. Um, so then I got a job at Macy's. I was like, all right, well, let's see what this is about. And I got put in the men's formal wear department. There was no manager <laughs> there. I was just kind of, it was like on the top <laughs> level of the building and like the corner and You're just sitting um, on a little tailor's chair. I know, just, yeah, it was just me. Anybody? And like an oversized suit jacket. I'm like, do you need fitted? It was a nightmare. And I some I would always pray that no one needed like actually measured for a suit because they never showed me how. I did one that I remember. And I remember I was just like, I was just I don't even know. Like, I remember it came in and like the hems were like crooked and it was crazy. And I was just like, here's your suit. And then I just like put in my two weeks after that. Right. It was, but I met a lot of BSAs. Like speaking of BSAs in the wild, Macy's is full of them. The, of like course. the women at the clinique counter. Oh, there was this like amazing BSA. I don't know what her name was. She worked in the polo section and I loved her. Um, so yeah, there's that. So you measured an inseam. <laughs> I know, but I really didn't. I I mean, they were always like old gross men too. It was never like hot yeah. men that walked in. They were always like, you know, it was it wasn't great. You never accidentally like brushed their balls while you were measuring their inseam. Yeah. I'm like, Sir, can you take the something out of your pocket? And he's like, That's that's not, you know, insert funny <laughs> that's penis me, pun baby. Here. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Uh, oh, man. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited for your ASMR journey. I can't wait to send you these. These are truly like my babies. I've been I've been watching these videos for like, gosh, like six or seven years, probably. Wow. I love accidental ASMR. It's so so many anyone things. who wants to talk about it. Yeah. 
things I know. you've been sitting on this week. I, I'm, I know. I'm blown away. Um, well, okay, so your assignment is I am going to take a flying leap and assume that you might have another episode of Drag Race UK Season 2 to yes. watch. Yes, I do. Like, Many. Back, get you back on track on that one since no bother watching season 13 Aroni. Why don't you put that time towards Drag Race UK? Perfect. Ah. So, you know, I'm going to hacks protocol you all the way to the finishing line if I have to. I know, yeah. <laughs> I need to, I think I mean Carmen rehearsal is really kicking in, so that's taking up it's it's a lot of the time, but um I I can definitely squeeze in an episode or two. I'm going to aim for two. I think I can I can all do right. that. No pressure, but you know. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I think all that. Right. All right. Okay. Uh, that's some <laughs> version of Alyssa Edwards meets Ramona Singer. Um, all right. Okay. Yes. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> Alyssa Singer. So, um, I think that brings us to our final segment of the evening, BSA of the week, in which we uh. point out on a food, a song, a thing, or anything in our lives that's acting as the best supporting actress of our lives. And uh, what do you got? Um, I will. I only have one BSA of the week. I would say, and I feel like you'll mention it too, but I really, this is a runner up. I really enjoyed recording with Jen this week of our mm. BSAs of Roni. It was so fun. I just like tons of laughing. I loved all of her choices. I love the variety of her choices for her countdowns. It was such a pleasure to have her on the pod. So that definitely is a runner up. Um, do you have any nominees as well? Uh, mine, it's all kind of rolled up together, but certainly is is certainly related. So I would say yes. I uh, I could just I'll give mine and then go to yours, but yeah, because mine also was very much just our main episode in general. Having Jen on, it was so much fun. I felt like we all just like clicked and clacked, and just like obviously it's over two hours. Like time just flew by, and uh, so one part of my BSA of the week is of course Jen joining us and bringing so much joy to this episode. And the other part mm -hmm. of my BSA of the week is your intermittent Ramona impressions throughout the episode. As I was oh, editing, yay. I just kept laughing. Uh, and so I, those are my BSAs of the week. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, really, I have Ronnie Karam and, and Ben to thank from Watch, Watch What Crappens, but um, I, I'll take it. I'll take that. Take it. It's all yours. Yeah. <sighs> take this golden seagull. Whoa, 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 yes. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, my BSA the week, I got back into it this week and I go through phases of this, but I'm just going to say my crochet hook. I've got back into crocheting. And I'm almost like two scarves in. I just like picked it up. I have so much yarn, Keon. It's like that thing that he's like, if you buy more yarn, I'm going to kill you. Because every time we go to a thrift store or mm -hmm. something like that, there's always yarn. And I found this really great shade of like orange, which is, you know, orange isn't my favorite color, but it was like a pumpkin orange, I guess. And I found a new pattern and a new like sort of stitch for a scarf that was like infinitely easier than the way that I've been doing it. A high recommend. I know it's it's hard to teach yourself how to crochet. Like I still like some of my stitches are really tight, and then I get loose, and it looks like a rainbow scarf, <laughs> just like a big perch. Right. But um, I really love doing it, and I I just kind of listen to like podcasts, and it's been bringing me a lot of like I don't know, like sort of it's it's almost like meditation. You just kind of zone out, and uh, I I've, I've been really loving it. 
Well, it's good, and it's like an opportunity to like listen to some podcasts when you're not, if you're not yes, like having to yes. you know, drive or commute as much. It's like, yeah. oh, this is a space to you know catch up on catch up on your feed. Yeah, maybe I'll post a picture of the scarf that I made because I I'm proud of it. Yeah, post the picture yeah. of best supporting scarf. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, well, you know, just a, a quick reminder for anybody who joined us on the main feed this week. Uh, if you want even more discussions like this every single week, the best supporting after show comes out on Fridays on Patreon. And uh, the added bonus of being a Patreon is you also get early access one day early to our main episodes. And so. All of this for $5 a month. So double your content, double your fun. I can't believe I just called it content again. The statement <laughs> of a great podcast, become a Patreon. <laughs> yeah, join the fun. I mean, we'll talk about Buffalo Wild Wings uh, uh, you know, and listen, beyond. Yeah, here's the thing. You don't become a Patreon. You don't find out about somebody's menswear experience. Yes. Do you have a favorite Buffalo Wild Wings sauce, Colin? Because I have mine. Do you know that I've never into a buffalo wild wings oh i mean add it to the pittsburgh yeah. list no one's taken me no one's taken me oh, <laughs> it's so good i mean my favorite flavor is asian zing it's mm, perfect that's it's like nice. it's like a general so's but like it has a little bit of more of a kick like because like sometimes general so's is not as spicy as i want it to be not saying that i'm like that i crave the spice and the heats like i i am definitely a weenie when it comes to that stuff but asian zing is is so good a lot of people like the uh, garlic parmesan parmesan mm-hmm. um yeah there's some oh there's so many possibilities the boneless wings are where it's at though oh, oh absolutely. so many sauces colin best supporting sauces you know the this... side of ranch yes oh of course yeah absolutely now do you get like any kind of fry with that what what would you do as, yes, a, as a former absolutely. employee yes. you know i would get the potato wedges which i'm yeah. not you know i don't really run towards a wedge it's fine but there's something about the wedges of buffalo wild wings that are top notch and you could get loaded wedges wow i can't remember if you can like really <laughs> whoa um, <laughs> or if you can really go wild with it or but like in general i think like just melted cheese on top of the wedges with a little bit of ranch maybe some bacon crumbles mm. Ugh. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Add it to the list of of when I when I get there, we're we're gonna go to Buffalo Wild Wings. We're gonna go to Sheets. We're gonna go to I think an estate sale or thrifting. I uh, yes. There was I think there was somewhere else, but you know, and prob- I probably to a okay. clinic to you know uh, get some nutrient back. <laughs> yes, something. Because, yes, exactly. Yeah, I think, I think the Sheets and the Buffalo Wild Wings are gonna put me out. <laughs> yeah, a head of broccoli or something. Yeah. And honestly, I I think that's. I don't know when this is, and I don't think we've talked about it on the pod. Maybe not, but they're they are producing at the Metropolitan Opera a production of the Hours, the opera, and I will be coming to New York to see it. Like I heller come hell or high water, I will be there because I there are a lot of like really great stars. Kelly O'Hara is in it. Yeah, Joyce yeah. Donato and Renee Fleming, like some queens. So I think I will be I will be coming to New York for that. I think that's in um, November. Whether you come with me or not, I feel like we should go, though. I feel like that's a BSA outing if I've ever heard one before. Oh, it done and done. Yeah, no, yes. I've, I've got my opera glasses on already. <laughs> I can't wait to see how yes. this turns out. Yeah, yes. I can't wait to see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, folks, that's all from us. We'll be back next week 
uh, with another thing that will be not Roni related, and um, you're just gonna have to wait and find out because we don't know what it is yet. Yeah, I'm hungry. I'm gonna go get something to eat here. Maybe some wings. Uh, <laughs> all right, folks. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.